Hi, and thank you so much for listening to the Jen Lister podcast. I'm Jen, and I'm here to talk to you today about a topic really, really close to my heart, and that is imposter syndrome. I actually woke up today and had a strong a strong feeling of imposter syndrome myself and that's why I was compelled to record this particular podcast today. So if you've ever felt that um, or you've ever just had a challenging day then you are not alone and I'm here to talk to you about my story but also give you some top tips, some practical tips because that is what I'm all about is sharing actionable strategies that are actually going to get you from where you are to where you want to be. So first of all, what is imposter syndrome? It's actually called imposter phenomenon, but for some reason we often call it imposter syndrome and that's the more commonly known term to use. So the definition is an internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be. Isn't that a really interesting definition? So everyone else around you knows that you can do what you can do, but for some reason, there's something inside you that's holding you back. Um, I woke up feeling like that this morning. I've just been away. I took a month off and I got married and went on a honeymoon and it was just amazing. We had a wonderful, wonderful time. And I got back and I was literally like a Duracell bunny with my business. I was so excited and I still am. And I've been writing out lots of plans because as a business strategist, I just love a bit of planning. I love writing things down. I love having my plans printed out for me to look at and to guide me through each month and each week to drive me forward towards my goal. Um, and funnily enough, my other half, Ben, when he got back and got into work, he was feeling a little bit post-holiday blues-like. And I wasn't, I was just really excited. And then this week, I feel like it's just turned a little bit. And I woke up today and just felt a little bit off for some reason. So first of all, I just want to say that is totally okay. We all have those days. And at this moment in time, I'm pretty much just trying to coach myself as well. But I want to share with you some statistics. So you might have heard this. If you've read the book Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg, which I have, and if you haven't, I'd highly recommend it. Um, She includes the quote, which which is that men apply for a job when they meet only 60% of the qualification criteria, whereas women apply for the same job when they meet 100% of the criteria. And what that shows you is that women just are less confident in their abilities and are less likely to kind of go for it, whereas men are more likely to go for it. And studies since then have also shown that around kind of two thirds to three quarters of women, and that's across surveys in the UK and America, have verified this, um, experience um, imposter syndrome. Whereas men, it's more about around 50%, so it's a little bit lower for men. So it is more of a women's phenomenon, if I'm honest, but it does happen to men as well. So we just need to be um, kind to everybody in this and think about what we can do to get over it. So when you're having a bad day, like, what do you do? Ask yourself, do you just go, okay, I'm I'm no good at this. I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to go to sleep or I'm going to have a rest. And I believe that can be good. That can be powerful. And that is something to do sometimes. 
But what I've actually realised is more powerful in my most recent world is actually taking action. So even when you're having those bad days, just being consistent and taking some action, even if it's small things, because pushing through it is actually what's going to bring back your confidence and not let that imposter syndrome take over. So what I want to share with you is I've got five top tips for you. Um, and these are actionable strategies that you can take when you're having a tough day, when you're feeling that imposter syndrome, or you just wake up not quite feeling yourself, because we all do feel like that sometimes. I'll be sharing with you my top tips and also just some of my experiences as well to go alongside those tips. So when you experience imposter syndrome, the first thing I would say is start small and do something small. So if you're trying to get yourself back into work or back into the thing that you're feeling those limiting beliefs around, start small. So say it's work-wise, go onto your emails and just reply to an email that you've got outstanding. Just send a really quick email. It will just make you feel better just doing something really tiny or go onto your social media profile. So for example, I went into my um, Instagram DMs and I've just replied to all my messages. I had about 10 messages overnight and just um, replied and also had some really, really lovely messages. So that was really nice. That was something small that I could just sit and um, do. And I feel like I was making a little bit of progress because one of them was um, a potential new client that I was replying to and booking in a meeting with. So do something really small that's going to just tick you um, in the right direction with respect to your business. Don't try and do something massive. So the reason I was a little bit frustrated this morning and um, particularly this morning feeling the way I felt was my goal this morning was to do a lot of recording. So I've just done my very first podcast teaser episode and this is my second episode, if you like, that I'm recording. And I woke up, I didn't quite feel myself, I checked my emails and then that didn't make me feel great either. Went for a run, which was really nice. But the reason I was a bit disappointed was because I was hoping to do all this recording. And when you wake up and you don't feel quite right, the last thing you want to do is put a camera in front of your face and do some video in or do some podcast recording. So I was disappointed because I didn't feel in the right vibe to do this. But what I've done is I've started small, I've sent those emails, I've replied to my messages on Instagram, and now I've found the power and the ability to do those podcast recordings. And actually, I wasn't planning on doing one about imposter syndrome. I was actually planning on doing one about sales strategies, which is going to be an episode in the future. So listen out for that. But instead, I've used what was a negative feeling, um, feeling the imposter syndrome, and turned into something really powerful, which is an episode which is going to be really, really clearly on this topic and this topic only. So I'm hoping that there's people out there that will be on their podcast this morning um, searching for imposter syndrome and in future they'll be able to pick up my podcast and listen to it. And I really, really hope this helps. So my first top tip is do something small. It will get you back into the vibe it will get you back into that momentum. Okay, so my second top tip is, this is probably my favourite one, do something fun. So one of the things I love to do is listen to music and dance. Um, when I was at university 
me and my friend Anna were such big fans of just crazy dancing. So we'd have um, Kelly Clarkson playing or um, the Killers, Mr. Brightside playing and anyone else that was at uni kind of in the mid-2000s, um, 2005. I was at uni 2005 to 2008 at Warwick. You probably had Mr. Brightside as one of your university tunes. It was massively one of mine. Um, so just putting on great music and dancing like no one is watching is something that can really change your state and just turn turn your day around. So I love to put cheesy music on and I love to dance. So that's something fun that I like to do. So think about what's fun for you. What's the thing that lights you up? It might be going out in the garden and doing a little bit of gardening. It might be doing some yoga, doing a meditation. It might be doing some baking. So whatever that means to you, think about that. The other thing I did this morning is I went for a run and I didn't just go for a run. I went bluebell hunting because it's bluebells season at the moment. And I really, really wanted to see some. I love taking pictures of them. I love I love photography in general. And I didn't just go for a run. I decided to go on a bluebell hunt for my run and took lots of pictures and just had a really, really nice morning. Um, and that did help me get out of my funk a little bit. So find something fun to do and and do it. If you're looking for a really good band actually to listen to, if you're kind of feel not feeling it today, one of my favourites that I've only discovered in the last couple of years because my other half, Ben, recommended it to me is Jungle. If you just search on um, Spotify or wherever you listen for Jungle and their music is so cool. It's super funky. It's just such a fresh, like retro sound almost. Um, it makes me smile just talking about their music. And also, if you love dancing... Their videos on YouTube are just incredible. They have the most incredible dancers and they normally do their videos in one shoot. So the video just looks absolutely epic. Um, my sister-in-law, Lucy, is a choreographer. So I've sent them to her before to look at and I just feel like, yeah, she really appreciates these kind of things. So that's my digression. So number one was do something small. Number two is do something fun. We're on to number three now. So number three is something that I love to do, which is called coaching yourself. Yes, getting your own coach can be really important. And actually, I'll be coming on to that. But you can coach yourself. When I realized I could do this, I was just, yeah, I was just amazed. You can ask yourself, like, what is going on in your head today? What is going on? What are you feeling? Acknowledge how you're feeling and in your, you can do this in your head or you can write it down in your journal. But ask yourself, like, how am I feeling today? Answer that question. Give yourself a rating on from zero to 10. How do you feel? Are you feeling like a five? Are you feeling a seven? Are you feeling like a three or a four? There's no right or wrong answer. Then ask yourself, why am I feeling like this? So try to track it back to, has something happened? Have you read a message and it's made you feel a bit crappy or have you forgotten to do something and you've just remembered and that's just made you feel like you're not good enough what is the thing that maybe has happened in the last 12 hours or 24 hours or even the last couple of hours that's just put you in a bit of a bad mood it might have been a conversation with somebody 
that's important to you and it hasn't gone the way that you wanted it to go. So take that time to ask yourself those questions because it's really, really powerful. When you work out what the source of your limiting beliefs and that imposter syndrome is, you can tackle it, right? So I realised what mine was and um, I was a bit disappointed in myself. I was like, oh, I could have done that differently. I could have, I could have spoke more about my experience. I could have put myself out there in a better way. I could have shared, um, shared my services in a different way. But actually what I've done is I've learned from it and I can build on it for the future. So think about what is your learning? What is your teachable moment? And this is something that my other half, Ben, is, um, he kind of coined the phrase when I met him of a teachable moment. And I hadn't actually heard it like that before. But in every negative situation, what is your teachable moment? What can you learn? And how can you take that and move forward with it as opposed to dwelling on the negative? Um, so yeah, so journal things down and also talk to a trusted friend. So when I was feeling a bit meh this morning, um, if anyone has seen my social media or follows me on social media, it's at Jen Lister Coaching on Instagram. I went on my stories and I did a, a story about how I was feeling. And I said, are you guys feeling imposter syndrome at any point in your in your kind of business? And I was really honest. I was really open. And again, I used the imposter syndrome as a positive to reach out to more people to be vulnerable to connect with more people and I had some beautiful messages back and I was not doing it to get any sympathy or or support as such but actually that is what I got which is really really beautiful to see so other people do feel imposter syndrome as well you're not the only one and by sharing it you are spreading the word and you're sort of um making it more okay as well so I had a lovely message from um, the wonderful Louise Simpson, who is a organisational coach. And again, she's on um, Instagram. If you search Louise Simpson coaching, you'll find her. She sent me a lovely message and she really was kind and said to me, why don't you read your customer reviews? And actually, that's something that really helped because I know that I've got absolutely wonderful client reviews and um, some of them have brought a tear to my eye and I've got a beautiful thank you card on my desk from one of my clients that always makes me smile and this brings me on to point number four which is focus on the facts so thank you Louise for that because what I then did and what I advise you to do is focus on the facts go and look for some evidence on your abilities so whether it's a business thing or whether it's in another area of your life look at your achievements what awards have you won or what are you proud of what have you achieved what clients have you got what things have you got booked in what have you done what events have you done this year and um, what client reviews have you got read your client reviews back look at all the evidence and then ask yourself that original question again do you deserve to be here like are you good enough? Because the answer is probably yes. I feel like my imposter syndrome today was coming in because I've got so many exciting things I want to launch from now until the end of the year. And it's a little bit overwhelming. And you can talk about it and get really excited about launching a podcast. But when it comes to sitting down and recording the podcast, 
it's really scary, especially when it's the first time you've ever done it. So this is the first time I've ever sat down and recorded a podcast. And I want to tell you that because I want to I want to own this and I want to share it with you and I want it to be okay and I want to be able to look back and listen back to this episode and be like oh my god I remember that day I remember how I was feeling I was really struggling to break through the limiting beliefs but I did it and I'm recording it despite all of those things and I think it makes it even better and even more authentic. So number four was focus on the facts Okay, so I'm up to my last top tip for you. So my last top tip is about finding yourself a mentor or a coach. In business, people don't struggle because they don't know what they're doing. They struggle because they lack the self-belief, they lack the motivation sometimes, they lack the accountability We all have our own blockages and our own limiting beliefs. I know I definitely do. And the reason I fully and truly believe in a business mentor or a business coach, you can call it whatever you want, someone that is your biggest cheerleader that you're paying, you've invested in to be that biggest cheerleader and to guide you and support you through that journey. The reason I believe they're so important, I'm just going to talk about that a little bit. First of all, when we think of starting a business or if we've already got a business, if we think of launching something new or doing something different, quite often we consult with our family and our friends. Now, those people aren't necessarily clued up and knowledgeable about the industry. So why would you seek their advice? It doesn't necessarily make sense, but we often do because we trust them, we care about them and we want them to believe in what we're doing and approve of what we're doing. I know that I've experienced that in the past, but actually it doesn't really serve you. So I've started a podcast and I could have spoken to all of my friends about this and all of my family about this. And what would they have said? I don't know what they would have said, to be honest, because I haven't really mentioned it. But what I have done is I have spoke to some incredible, lovely people. So I've spoke to... um, Sophie from the Shine with Sophie podcast and Lorna from Mindset Matters podcast. I was trying to remember the name then. Um, I've spoke to Carly Myers, who's got a podcast, and I've spoke to Lucy Bardrick, who's my sister-in-law, who is also starting a podcast. I've spoke to Claire Fishenden, who's got a podcast called Believe You Can. Um, I hope you're scribbling notes down because these people's podcasts are all incredible and I would highly recommend listening to them. So I have... Oh, and I've also spoke to Kiki Kirby Coaching, who is so inspiring and has also got a podcast. Um, There's more, but right now I can't remember them all. I probably have spoken to five to ten people that have got podcasts in the last few months, this year um, and last year as well, because I've been thinking about this for a good couple of years now. That's where I got my input from. That's where I learned what are the challenges, what are the pros, what are the cons. And I use that to help me kind of navigate my journey with my podcast. And only now have I got to the point of launching. So the reason I talk about a mentor or a coach is seeking expert advice and investing in that expert advice is so important. When I started my business, coaching business, which was um, a year or so ago, 
I invested in a coach to help me start up my business. So to help me understand all of the pitfalls and set everything up really clearly and get my first client with some support. And I am so glad that I made that decision. I'm so, so glad that I invested that money. And ever since then, I've always had some sort of mentor in my life with my business. So I've actually got a session next week with my mentor. We're going to be talking all about my business strategy because um, she also helps me in terms of therapy when I need support with like my personal life. But actually, we're going to be focusing on business and strategy. And I love, love, love doing strategy planning. One of the things I'm doing with my clients at the moment is building quarterly strategy reviews. So every quarter, we're reviewing what happened last quarter and we're planning for the next quarter, making sure it's really actionable, really focused. And we're tracking how we're performing in terms of finances, which we need to be doing. But I need someone to do that for me. So I will be talking to my mentor next week and I'm so excited to share all of my plans and be held accountable for my plans because I I need that too, right? So I would so recommend that if you feel the imposter syndrome or anything else that's limiting you coming in regularly and it's really affecting your ability to run your business, I would really highly recommend you work with a coach on a regular basis and look at how you can make it work for you financially because it is an investment. But there are options out there. Um, And also keep coaching yourself because we can all coach ourselves at points. So I'm going to wrap up now. I am so excited to be wrapping up this episode all around imposter syndrome. So my five top tips on how you can curb that imposter syndrome and move forward. One was do something small, just do something really little that's really easy and you can't fail at, like replying to some messages. Number two, do something fun, do something crazy, do something that lights you up. Go for a run, do some yoga, play some good music. Coach yourself is number three. You can be your own coach. You don't always have to invest in a coach. Um, Do some journaling, chat to a friend that you really trust and value. Number four is focus on the facts. Look at your achievements. Look at what you're proud of. Look at what your clients have said to you in the past. Instead of looking at this kind of feeling that's come over you on this one particular day. And finally, number five is look for a mentor or a coach. If you feel like it's coming at you way too regularly and holding you back in your business speak to a coach or a mentor a lot of them will um have a chat with you for like 20 minutes at no cost at all so if if that was me I would be yeah I would be all over that get that input because that 20 minutes chat could actually help you go away and then execute things on your own so use that to understand if someone's aligned to your values and just get a little bit of advice so they're my five tips And I really hope you find them valuable. I would love to hear any feedback from you. Please find me on Instagram. It's at Jen Lister Coaching. And you can find me on LinkedIn as well, Jen Lister. And you can find me on my website, www.jenlister.com. I'm so, so grateful for you listening, for you choosing to listen to my podcast and I yeah I'm actually genuinely speechless look I'm really really grateful that you have chosen to listen to this episode if you'd like to leave a review feel free to and obviously you're welcome to follow and subscribe 
I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day and thank you again.